Hello and welcome to another episode of For the Love of Sports. My name is Michael Raziel, and this is a show where we get to talk about sports, we get to talk about business, we get to talk about everything in between. Today, my incredible guest, I have Angela Lee Pucci. She is a professional mixed martial artist, the youngest person ever to win an MMA world title and currently fights for one championship. Angela, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you guys for having us on the show. Yes, yes. Everybody that's watching, you're very lucky. We get Ava Marie. Pleasure. Is this her first time on camera? Uh, she has done a couple interviews. Ah, rats. All right. I was so excited. I thought I was going to be the first one. But either way, it is absolutely fantastic. Sincerely appreciate it. Very excited to talk. We have some cool stuff coming up on the one in the one championship. So we're going to talk about that. But of course, we're here to talk about you, what you do and why you do it. So Angela, the first question I have for everybody on the For the Love of Sports podcast is, why do you love sports so much? Um, you know, sports has been a part of my life ever since I can remember. Um, growing up, I was a mat baby. Um, my parents, they were both competitors and then they were coaches. So, um, you know, I spent most of my days in the gym. Um, and I just love the competition. I was a very active kid. So, you know, martial arts was kind of my outlet to get my energy out. It helped me to focus. And um, I really had that drive for competition. I love it. I love it. Has uh, has Ava been on the, the mat at all yet? She looks a little young, but I don't know. How quickly can you get her out there? Yeah, no. Um, you know, in between classes, we definitely love to have her there. The kids love seeing her. And I'm pretty sure her first steps will be on the mat as well. I love it. I love it. Yes, you're talking about classes because you and your husband actually own a gym out there in Hawaii. So definitely excited to talk a little bit more about that in soon coming up. So as you said, you kind of started in martial arts. You got out there. It was your your outlet. Did I read the Internet right? You're, you were originally born in Canada. Yeah. So um... nice people and fighting. That doesn't really go together, right? No, <laughs> there's a lot of uh, great martial artists coming out of, of Canada. Course. Um, but I actually moved to Hawaii when I was seven. So I kind of grew up here in the islands and, um, yeah, uh, it's a, it's a really cool mix and background and I'm proud to represent both countries. I love it. I love it. Of course I was just kidding. And there's great athletes everywhere. I just thought it was funny. I saw you were born in Canada, nice people fighting. It usually doesn't go together, but I love Mm -hmm. it. I think it's absolutely fantastic. So with so many people, right? Like so many kids grow up and, you know, compete in karate and taekwondo and it's kind of a hobby as you said it was your outlet at what point in your life did you realize that this could be much more than a hobby and this could be a full-fledged career moving forward so um throughout the years uh my brother and i we'd always train together we'd enter competitions and tournaments um but it wasn't until about high school i, I believe i was um a i was how old was i don't know 15, I went to Las Vegas to compete in the Nationals, um, my brother and I, and uh, I won my division, which is the teenage girls, and I also stepped up the division and competed with the women. Um, I ended up winning that division as well, and I qualified to go on to the Worlds, which was held in Greece, and that experience changed my life. Um, Later that year, my brother and I, we got to travel with um, and meet up with Team USA and represent the U.S. Um, competing in Sparta uh, am- amongst all, all these other countries. So that was the first time we really got to travel um, abroad and compete with people all over the world. And 
that whole experience really opened our eyes and we're like, this is definitely something that we want to do for the rest of our life. Right. You get to travel, you get to do what you love, get to meet new people, eat great food everywhere you're going. That's always fun too. I think that's great. And and you bring up Team USA and that was actually going to be one of my questions a little bit later, but we're all watching the Olympics right now. I just watched Taekwondo, I watched Judo, I watched wrestling, I watched all this. So I guess where does mixed martial arts fit in that? Is there any opportunity? Was there any opportunity for you? It sounds like there was in some capacity, but do you think mixed martial arts will be a, a sport in the Olympics coming soon? Is there a derivative close by that we could potentially get you or maybe even Ava in? So actually what's pretty crazy and what's cool is that uh, mixed martial arts was like, it's been in the Olympics all the way back to the beginnings. Um, it was called pancreation. And, um, you know, they used to do that. It was, it was like the first kind of MMA that they had. Um, and then it was taken out just because it was just, you know, it was really violent back then, no rules and, and things like that. But definitely, I think that um, we could work towards getting mixed martial arts into the Olympics. We already have almost every other art in there, which is like judo, wrestling. I think there's even Muay Thai, kickboxing, boxing. Um, and I think the next one to that should be in the Olympics is jujitsu. And then hopefully, eventually, we could um, put mixed martial arts... Um, or how it was back in the day, pancreation back into uh, the Olympics. I love it. Yes, exactly. Bring it, bring it full circle. We'll have Ava go in there. She'll, uh, she should be old enough by then, right? We got a couple more years till the next one. So I think we'll see how it goes. I think it's fantastic. So I know we have some cool stuff coming up in one championship, right? There's a, 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 you, you explained a little bit better before we started. There's a nice little Grand Prix going on. It's an all female fight. Uh, that's going to be going on. And the winner gets the absolute incredible opportunity to face you. So tell me a little bit about this event. Was this your idea? Did you just want to see, uh, you know, who who could come, come uh, challenge the queen on the mountaintop? Uh, no, not my idea, but I'm definitely very, very excited for this. Um, this is actually the first time, um, you know, in one history that there's going to be a all-female uh, Grand Prix uh, the last Grand Prix that they had, um, my brother competed in in the tournament as a last-minute replacement. He's actually the champion, and he stepped in to compete against um, in the finals against the – and he actually ended up winning the Grand Prix tournament. So um, that was really awesome. The Grand Prix belt is very, very nice, a different, completely different-looking belt than the one that the champions have. Um, but, yeah, it's a very – very just so much hype behind it um you know all the top contenders are going to be competing against each other and i'm going to be watching eagerly and anxiously and waiting for um the winner so i can defend my title against her that is yeah it's going to be incredible i'm very excited for it i'm sure you are as well as many of the other fans of just mma in general i think it's going to be absolutely fantastic and it's such an interesting way of doing it i think too having just this absolute competition until we do finally get to the champion and and i guess i'm kind of curious about that right how what is it like getting ready for a fight because we see people on tv all the time right it's once every six months once every eight months we'll see somebody in a fight what, what is going on in that time? Because just like the Olympics, I believe people kind of forget that you're not just sitting on the couch. You're not just doing nothing, right? You're training, you're recovering, you're strategizing. So what does it take to get into a fight? I've noticed you've done about three or four a year. What exactly do you need to do to, to for you to feel ultimately ready to take on that competition? 
So definitely, I think that the more often you compete in the year, um, it's kind of, it has its pros and cons. Like, yes, it is tiring because it may seem like you're in a constant fight camp for the whole year, but also your body, it doesn't really have that time to have a letdown. Sorry, where um, you kind of, you know, go on vacation, take some time off, eat a bunch of food, put that weight back on. Um, But yeah, typically uh, for me, my fight camps, um, now that all of them are um, championship fights, I take at least 10 weeks um, to prepare for my fight. Um, She's so cute. There's like, I can't even get angry because she's so darn cute. She's really she just sick. wants to be on camera. I can't blame her. I love being on camera. It's fun. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. My fight counts are typically 10 weeks. And um, during those 10 weeks, first we start off with, of course, conditioning, getting back into, you know, um, my prime fighting um, physique and making sure the cardio strength is on point. We do a lot of strategizing. So game plan, we work the strategy weeks and weeks and weeks and we fine-tune it to our opponent um you know and then we get ready during this whole time we also um do a weight descent so for me um you know obviously i want to do things the right way especially with one championship they don't allow um dehydration so they will test you for your hydration levels and so you have to kind of make sure you're doing a uh, natural descent of um, getting into uh, your fighting category, weight category, um, instead of just cutting like 10 pounds at the last minute. Yeah, that makes sense. I never understood that. Um, even at like the high school level, that scared me seeing some of some of my friends did. And then uh, that just never made sense to me. So that's good that they do it that way, because it seems a little healthier in the grand scheme of things. Right. I think that's pretty important. Definitely. Definitely. I think a lot of fighters sometimes go to you know crazy extremes and it it will definitely take a toll on your body in the long run a hundred percent and hey you're you're here for a while you're a mom right if anybody's listening hasn't heard there might be a baby in the video right now so what is that like i mean doing you know let's be very upfront honest mma is not the safest thing that you could possibly be doing when you became a mother, how much did, did that put anything extra into perspective? Did it make you work harder? Did it make you work smarter? How do you how did you kind of change, I guess, as a person and, and as an athlete once you did become a mother? So, man, everything really changed once I became a mom. Um, you mentioned that MMA, it's a pretty tough job, but being a mom is a completely different animal. Um But now that I have my daughter, it just gives me a huge motivation um, to just push harder in training. And, you know, um, I do anything for her. So now she's she's my reason. She's my motivation. And um, I can't wait for her to see mom back in the cage. (laughs) I love it. I don't think I'd be very good at taking a punch. Like if I got punched in the face, I'd get punched in the face, but I definitely couldn't be a mom. So like, you know, definitely kudos and congratulations. You're doing both of them. So keep doing your thing, Angela. You are absolutely incredible. And uh, one last thing before we go, I I wanted to to touch upon a little bit, right? This is a sports and a business podcast. So I want to make sure we get the business in there a little bit. You and your husband started a gym. If I'm not mistaken, it was during this year, correct? Yes. So, so tell me a little bit about the gym, the idea for it and saying, Hey, you know, we're kind of in the, you know, tail end of a pandemic. This is the perfect time to start a small business. It's crazy really how, um, everything came about. 
it all started with me and my husband wanting to make a home gym. And we Love wanted it. to, you know, <laughs> have some mats in there. We wanted to be able to train with each other. Um, and then we saw a space open um, to rent. And we're like, oh, you know, what if we decided to just, you know, put the mats and, and invest in, and build up this little space right here? Um, so we did that. And it took us, like, days and weeks to think of, you know, a logo and, and build the website. We did everything ourselves. Um, it was a lot of hard work, but definitely made it all more memorable. Um, so we had this space and, um, we had a couple students, but of course with the pandemic, you know, we had to put everything on hold. Um, we had a, a couple of issues with the space that we were in. So we ended up having to move out of there. Um, we moved to the downstairs building of uh, the training space that we usually use for our fights, for our mixed martial arts fights. Um, so we're in the downstairs, we're renting that out, and we brought all the mats over, and now we're teaching out of there. So it's really convenient. We train up in the morning, um, train upstairs in the morning, we come downstairs, we teach in the um, afternoons and evenings. And uh, my husband's been doing most of the classes just because this whole time, you know, I was pregnant and then I just gave birth. But I'm definitely going to be jumping in soon. Um, I handle more of like the memberships, talking to students about that. Um, but yeah, it's a really awesome tag team that we have going on. And uh, we just love it. You know, it's, it's what we love to do. And we get to share that with the community. I love that. I mean, it's you obviously love the sport so much. And now you get to share your passion with other people and teach them not only about the sport, but why you get to, why you love it so much and why you, you know, choose to every single day uh, take this on. So I think it's absolutely fantastic. Angela, um, tell us, uh, where can we find the gym? Like, do you have like social handles or anything anybody can follow? So that way there's just a little, give you a little extra publicity, right? It's free. Take it. <laughs> Definitely. If anyone of you guys are in Hawaii, pay us a visit. You can catch us on Instagram at United BJJ Hawaii. And um, you can also, you know, find updates on our pages, um, Angela Lee MMA, and my husband's is B Pucci. So yeah, stay tuned for updates over there. I love it. Thank you for all that. Does the the little one doesn't have an Instagram account yet, right? No, she doesn't. Okay. I don't know. Some people people are people are weird these days. I don't know. People got it for their dogs, their kids. So I try I try and stay out of that. But no, Angela, this has been absolutely fantastic. Sincerely, thank you so much. I know you're extremely busy, obviously, being a mom training for a fight. You got a lot of stuff going on. So I appreciate the time you gave us today. No problem. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Anybody want to say bye? Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>